New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. The believers resurrect. Every demon force was against him. But Jesus came out of that place, glory to God, and was seated at the right hand of God after depositing his blood on the mercy seat for every believer. Glory to God. And we have been raised from the dead into that place of authority with our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, by the resurrection power of God Almighty. I looked up that word resurrection. What an interesting word. It literally means a standing up again. God wants us to stand up again and use the authority that he gave to us through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He wants us to stand up against the enemy. He wants us to not cave in to the enemy in Jesus' name. If there was ever a time that believers need to stand up, it's right now. We need to stop backing off. We need to say what the word says and stand toe-to-toe with people and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God Almighty. And the other thing that resurrection means, it is a moral recovery of spiritual truth. That's what God Almighty wants us, His church, to realize. What has been invested in us as believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants us to stop backing down, stop thinking that we cannot do this, stop thinking that it's too late. We need to stand up. The devil is scared to death of us. Did you know that? He is scared to death of the body of Christ. And it's time for the body of Christ to realize that the devil is scared to death of you. Glory to God. He doesn't see you. He sees Jesus. Glory to God. You put on that armor of God and you stand bold and you don't lift up that faceplate and let the devil know that it's you, little weak you. No. You stand up. I'm telling you, the Lord has been dealing with me about how important it is for us to believe who we are, what we have in Him, and to stop being scared of the devil. That's not a good word, but it's okay. So God wants us to have a recovery of spiritual truth. One of the things that I realized as I've been not being able to get away from this authority, that we have to know who we are. 
We cannot think that we are a poor sinner saved by grace. We were a poor sinner, but bless God forever nor we have the righteousness of God. We are blessed and highly favored on this earth, and we need to stand up and act like it. Amen. Glory to God. We need to stop backing up in Jesus' name. Glory to God. We're here to reign and rule with the Lord. Look at Romans um, 5.17. Our identity is to be built on what God Almighty has said about us. He said in Romans 5.17, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, Think about the authority that that one man had. When he failed, chaos. But think about this. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we have missed it in the past, but we're not missing it anymore. I'm telling you, God Almighty is speaking to us. He's coming to us in dreams. He's coming to us through teachers. And he's telling us, you got this. Glory to God. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Did you notice that you have to receive it? You have to take it, people. Just by faith you say, well, bless God, your word is true. You said it. I may not look like it. My family may not think I got it. But you said it and that settles it. It's not you, you said it. I believe it, that settles it. No. He said it, that settles it. Glory to God. I want to read it to you out of, out of the Phillips tra translation. And I'm going to read through verse 19. It says, for if one man's offense, one man, one man, Put what's on the earth today. Just think what one believer who knows who they are in Christ Jesus can do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For if by one man's offense, for if one man's offense meant that men should be slaves to death all their life, it is a far greater thing that through another man, Jesus Christ, Men, by their acceptance of his more than sufficient grace and righteousness, should live their lives victoriously. We see then that as one act of sin exposed the whole race of man to God's judgment and condemnation, so one act, one act of perfect righteousness presents all men 
freely acquitted in the sight of God. One man's disobedience placed all men under the threat of condemnation. But one man's obedience has the power to present all men righteous before God. People, it's not about your degree. It's not about where you live. It's not about how special you are, how rich you are, the color of our skin. It's not about those things. We are one blood in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look what receive means. We have to receive it, right? Make one's own. Not refuse or reject it. And to seize it. I like that. God wants us to look at that word and to seize it for ourselves. To not reject it. Not to think, oh no, not me. I have been so evil in the past. No, honey. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. We're not to even think about our past. God is wanting to lift us up into a place where the enemy looks at us and says, we can't beat them. I don't care how much money they have. We have the creator of heaven and earth backing us. We have a host of angels backing us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I heard Copeland said, say for this year, he said, don't forget the ministry of angels. I want you to know I dispatch a host of angels into my family and into my situation every day. I, I, I dispatch a host of warring angels into our nation. We're taking back this land, I'm telling you. It belongs to God. It does not belong to the devil. Hallelujah. The word righteousness, among other things, this word in this scripture means correctness in thinking, feeling, and acting. We have been given something from God Almighty to think right, to act right, and to speak right. If you don't know what to say, you just say, Lord, you said that you would give me righteousness. And just wait until he gives you the word to do, to say. It's time. It's past time, I'm telling you. I am, I am so angry, so angry at the devil, so angry at how he has tried to cause us to fear and to, and to be coward and intimidated. No, no. We have everything that we need to be victorious. We need to rise up and say, Lord, bless God, you said it. I may not feel like it. It may not look like it, but you said it. You said it. Glory to God. That word grace 
means to be cheerful or calmly happy. So we never have a reason to be sad because God has given us grace. Hallelujah. Ha calmly happy or well off. I like what Copeland said. God showed him this. It's God's overwhelming desire to treat us like sin never happened. That's what his grace is to us. Hallelujah. I can't tell you how stirred up I am about sharing this with you so that we all come up higher to what God wants us to be and God wants us to do. God wants people to just flock into this church to see the signs and the wonders and the miracles that God is performing in our midst. When people say, how are you making it? And we're not making it because we have God Almighty on our side and he'll do the same for you if you'll accept him. Glory to God. That word reign means to exercise the highest influence and to control. Now, if you don't remember anything else from the today, you remember Romans 5.17. It is ours, people. And it is time for the body of Christ to wake up and take our authority in this land and to bring people into the kingdom of God. There is a hell, people, and we don't want anybody to spend eternity in hell, in total darkness, in, in fire and, and agony. We just, we don't want that for anybody. Oh, glory. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Now this says there's no condemnation. We've got to accept that. We've got to stop thinking that we're just kind of below par. You know, I just don't have everything together. Well, who does? Who does? <laughs> but thank God that the word says when we miss it, when we miss the mark, we're to repent. And God forgets it. How, why do we keep bringing it up? He said he's throwing it away, never to be remembered. And we keep coming to him and saying, oh, God, for the hundredth time, I did wrong. Oh, God, forgive me. And if you heard him, he'd be saying, what are you talking about? God wants us to know, honey, if you repented, it's gone. Stop letting the devil condemn you. How can we walk in the authority that God has for us if we think that we're just not quite good enough? I don't care what I look like to you or to my family. My God says I'm righteous. And that settles it. <laughs> Glory to God. The passion of Romans 8, 1 says, so now the case is closed. Hallelujah. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation 
against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. Pretty clear. The message says those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. There was that cartoon, I think it was Linus. He always had a black cloud (laughs) over him. We're not to have a black cloud over us. When that condemnation tries to come, you stand up and you say, you're not talking to me because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So do you just get. Talk to the devil and his cohorts. Glory to God. Don't put up with that trash. Not even for a second. We're not even for a second to entertain those negative things. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10 says we are chosen by God. We came from being rejected to accepted. Our identity needs to be built on the word of God. If there's something in your life that just, it doesn't just, isn't just quite right, find a scripture. You know, Daphne was talking about seeing things. See the word of God. Keep that word in front of you that pertains to you and your life. Glory to God. Think about this. Peter, remember Peter? He said, I'll never, I'll never deny you, Jesus. Not me. Guess what he did? Denied him three times. But he didn't let that stop him. Once they got born again and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, who was it that stood up and preached to those people? It was Peter. Glory to God. What about Saul? He was killing Christians and having them killed. And Jesus appeared to Saul and said, Why are you persecuting me? And he turned him into Paul And Paul wrote probably two-thirds of the Bible. He didn't let it bother him. He changed, and we can change. When we got born again, we have been changed by God Almighty. Hallelujah. God wants us to get past what we may feel about ourselves or what others may say about us. We're to focus on who he says we are and what authority we have in Christ Jesus. Paul said in Philippians 3.14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I love what the mirror says about it. He said, God has invited us in Christ to lift up our eyes and realize our identity in him. Who are we? We're kings and priests. Glory to God. Who are we? We're the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. And we've been given authority. And we've been given dominion. Oh, glory to God. People, we've been born for such a time as this. Some of us have been here a lot longer than others. 
but we all have been given the word of God year after year after year, and it is in us, and God wants us to stand up and do what he has called us to do. Every one of us, every one of us has, a, has an assignment from God Almighty, and every one of us is suppo supposed to enter into it and fulfill it. Glory to God. We're the body of Christ, and we have his authority to put the enemy down. We are joint heirs. A joint heir is someone who has the same thing that another person has. And we are joint heirs with Jesus. Oh, glory. Listen to Psalm 115, 16 in the Passion. The heavens belong to our God. They are his alone. But he has given us the earth and put us in charge. Are we in charge? He said he put us in charge. The body of Christ is waking up to the fact that we are in charge. We don't have to put up with this garbage. And it blesses me, and I believe it's going to continue to come down. But this morning when I drove by Walmart, the sign for the gas was 350 something. Well, it was for, I don't know what else, 499 or whatever. But it's coming down. Because when we pass by those places, we say, You're coming down. When we go to buy our groceries, we say, You're coming down. We have authority. And in the meantime, God said He would He would provide for your need so when you fill up your gas tank don't mully grub about it just say thank you I have the money to buy this gas thank you God I have the money to buy this chicken or whatever it is you're going to buy but it's coming down because the body of Christ is taking their authority over this garbage that we're seeing in our land in Jesus name hallelujah glory to God Luke 10, 19 in the Amplified, Jesus said, Jesus said, Behold, pay attention, come on now, listen up. I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Now that's clear enough. But he said he gave us the authority. He gave us the power over the enemy. So there's something we as believers have to do, and that is take our authority. You get up in the morning, bless God, and you tell the devil what for. You put the blood of Jesus over you and your family, and over your job, and over your car, and whatever else that pertains to you, over your ministry, hallelujah. You know, sometimes you may think, oh, God, get me out of this job. Well, oh, God has you there for a reason. Maybe to bring in those ungodly people all around you. 
Some of those people would never step foot in a church because I'll tell you why many of them don't step foot in the church is because the church told them they were worthless, told them they were no good, but not this church. This church will invite them in and say, come on in, we love you, but bless God, God is going to change you because you are going to see the truth of the word of God and you are going to experience the love of God like you've not felt out there on that street. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The complete Jewish Bible of Luke 10, 19 says, Remember, Jesus has to tell us, come on, listen up. Remember, I have given you authority so you can trample down snakes and scorpions indeed all the enemy's forces and you will remain completely unharmed now that's a promise we can hold on to hallelujah we've been given authority on this earth and we are to use to believe for our god-given identity and not back off one iota from the devil Glory to God. One translation of Matthew 18, 18 says, Whatever things you refuse, you refuse to be permitted on earth will be refused or to be permitted in heaven. God is telling us, you have the authority. And if it isn't happening, guess what? Miss Geneva is to blame. You're to blame. We're all to blame. Because Jesus did it for us, people. He wants us to, to realize how special we are to him. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is waiting until his enemies are made his footstool. Glory to God. Psalm 110, verse 1. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. It doesn't get any clearer than that. Matthew twenty-two forty-four, 44. And the one new man says, The Lord said to my Lord, You must sit at my right hand until I place your enemies beneath your feet. Oh, people, God wants us to know. <laughs> he wants us to know what he provided for us as his children. And I will tell you right now, he looks at you and he says, you are beloved. You are my righteousness. And I placed you on this earth for this time and for this hour. And I will work through you. I don't care how weak you think you are or how old or how young you think you are. God is going to work through us. Hallelujah. You may have failed a million times. But God, oh, hallelujah. 
God is waiting for us to take our authority back from the devil. And in order to do that, we have to know who we are. Lester Summerall said, the front line for the battleground, as far as Satan is concerned, is your mind. He knows that if he can defeat your thoughts, he'll defeat your faith. That's it. Creation is waiting for us to walk in this power, longing to see the manifestation of the sons of God. Did you know that creation is groaning to see us grow up into who God called us to be? The Bible says that. It says Romans in Romans 8, I'm going to read verse 19 and then verse 21. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. We're right there. I'm telling you, we are right there. They're seeing us as the sons of God. Creation. Creation hears us. And they're saying, come on. Let's do this, people. Glory to God. Verse 21 says, Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. The earth is groaning for us to rise up to who God called us to be. Hallelujah. Acts 3.21, speaking of Jesus, it says, Whom heaven must receive until the time of the restitution or the restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Jesus is sitting until... And we're that generation. I believe with all my heart, we are that generation. Glory to God. Glory to God. The complete Jewish Bible says of Acts 3.21, He, speaking of Jesus, has to remain in heaven until the time comes for restoring everything, as God said long ago when he spoke through the holy prophets. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I thought of three scriptures that haven't been completely fulfilled. He said all things have to be fulfilled. One of them is in Matthew 24, 14, about the gospel has to be preached to the entire world. In case you haven't wondered about it, that's why we have the internet. <laughs> that's why we have all these other things that are available to us. We can preach the gospel sitting in our bedroom on the internet. Glory to God. Another one that has not been completely fulfilled is from Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. 
Glory to God. That's coming. And Matthew 16, 18. Jesus told Peter that the gates of hell will not prevail against him who's the rock, the stone, and revelation knowledge. Gates of hell will not prevail. Glory. Who we are and what belongs to us is imperative to walking in this place of delegated authority right beside Jesus Christ. We need to find out who we are. And it's time for the church to operate on a level that the world is not familiar with, all for the glory of God. You should say that over yourself every day when you get dressed, get ready to go to work. You say, I am anointed on a level that the world is not familiar with, all for the glory of God. It's not about us, it's about God in us. Hallelujah. When we find out who we are in Christ and realize that we, who we are as believers, we're going to take our authority back. And I believe we're doing that. We are doing that. Romans 8, 16 in the Passion says, For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being. You are God's beloved child. The Holy Spirit is saying to us today, you are God's beloved child. Hallelujah. In the mirror it says, his spirit resonates within our spirit to confirm the fact that we originate in God. When we know who we are, we are going to rule and reign, and I believe we are doing that in Jesus' name. Nothing, nothing can withstand a born-again believer who knows who they are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. May we see ourselves the way God sees us, as beloved sons, as the apple of his eye, as being precious in his sight, as being created in his image and likeness, as being redeemed and precious to him, as being valuable to him. Whatever you're called to, whatever you are called to, it is important and it is imperative that you act on it now. Amen. Glory to God. Whatever that is, it's time for us to stand up. We know we know what's in us. We know what burns in us. We may not be there right this moment, but we know in our spirit man. Tony said his granddaughter has been saying since she was two years old that she's going to be a doctor. God is telling the little ones And he's told us. Look at the things that you, you always gravitate toward. How can you use that for the glory of the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans 5, 2 in the Passion says, Our faith guarantees us permanent 
access. What? What? Haven't you been, every believer, been given a measure of faith? It says our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. Our faith. What did God tell me at the beginning of this year? That we have heavenly kingdom access. And now I see it's permanent. Hallelujah. So I can just bop on up and sit right down and talk to my father. I can jump up in his lap and say, Daddy, I love you. And you love me. Can you see yourself? Even you men, you can jump right on up into his lap. Be like a little child. I decided when I go up there, I'm going to be like I'm five years old. <laughs> and there's something about five. It's the number of God's grace. That was, the, that was the thing when God called me to teach, to focus in on his grace. And I have... I was born on 4141, and 4 and 1 and 4 and 1 are 5 and 5. And I have a granddaughter that was born on 51005. Look at all the fives in her life. And her middle name, guess what it is? Grace. God knew. God had Dolores call that child Abigail Grace. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I could just dance with joy what God Almighty is doing in our lives today. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to his name forevermore. Glory to his name forevermore. Thank you, Lord. We are your righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No devil, no demon, no evil man can stand against us. Oh, glory to God. You watch out, devil. Ooh, glory. You can't. You get fire in your eye. Glory to God. You walk in the midst of all that. Come on, angels. We're going into the midst of the enemy camp. Come on, warring angels. Let's go in there and do some damage to the kingdom of darkness. He's done enough damage to us to last a lifetime. 
and we're taking back our land. Glory to God forevermore because Almighty God is showing us who we are. He is showing us what belongs to us as children. Oh, hallelujah. <coughs> Got to take a drink of water here. <laughs> I'm excited. <coughs> In case you haven't been able to notice, I thought I better tell you <laughs> that I'm excited. <laughs> hallelujah. Because God is showing me. He will not let me get away from the fact that you, Geneva, are my righteousness. And I place something in you that is precious and valuable to the kingdom of God. And he's, he's placed something in each one of you that is precious and valuable in the kingdom of God. And didn't you hear what was said this morning? That we each have a place that we're to take it, we're to rise up into it. No more shilly-shallying around. <clears throat> I can fuss at you because I'm the oldest one in this church. <laughs> and you're supposed to respect your elders. <laughs> God wants us to get this, people. He wants us to get this. He wants this church to be that light on the hill that he told us about on Artie Street. His gifts and calling are without repentance. He told us back then, and we need to hold on to it until we see it come to pass. Hallelujah. God called us by name. He invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. Not our doing, people. God, if it was up to us, oh my Lord. We, we could go sit in the car. There's a picture of a little girl, I guess it's a little girl, standing in the corner like this with her dog beside her. If it was up to us, that's what we'd be like. Just standing in the corner, saying, oh me, oh me, oh me. Glory to God. Second Peter 1, 3 in the Passion says, everything we could ever need for life and godliness, what, listen up, has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name, invited us to, to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. I, I just got a visual of this when I read that, of my going and sitting on Papa Daddy's and saying, Daddy, I want to know you like Jesus knows you. I want to experience you like Jesus experiences you. 
We can all do that. We can all jump on his lap. Pick you an age that you loved. And, and see yourself that age. Glory to God. God is inviting us to come and sit on his lap and let him teach us what he wants to teach us to show us how special we are in his eyes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I think we need to stop and pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray in the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit show you what he wants to show you today. Hallelujah. It's your plans. It's your purposes. Glory to God. We say that all the time. We mean it, Lord God. Your plans, your purposes for our lives. Whatever you need to do to work in each one of us today to help us to see and know who we are in you so that we take our authority back from the enemy. Not leave one little thing left for him to torment us with. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are our healer. You are our deliverer. Glory to God. Glory to God. We take our healing. We take our deliverance. We speak to our bodies and we tell them to line up with the word of God. We speak to our finances. We tell you to line up <coughs> with the word of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 We take our authority over this city. Glory to God. We take our authority over this state. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 You're not taking back our... our, you're not taking back our Supreme Court in Jesus' name. You're not taking back our nation in Jesus' name. We have authority over you, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 You said it, we receive it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for touching those hearts, those hearts that may have been broken back in their youth. We thank you for touching broken hearts. Lord Jesus, you came. You said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to say this one last thing before I close. Nehemiah was sent to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls. And what was the first thing? These two ungodly men came and came 
to torment them, to put fear on them, to get them to stop. And that is exactly what the enemy has tried against this nation, against these people, for at least the last two years. Nothing but fear being spewed out there. Fear is being spewed out there once again. And we are given authority over the devil. No way in Jesus' name. No way in Jesus' name. Glory to God. So, what did Nehemiah do? They just kept building. They had a sword in one hand, and they built with the other. And when the tormentors came with an open letter so that everybody could hear what, was, what they were telling them to bring fear, you know what Nehemiah said? I'm doing a great work, and I cannot come down. And that ought to be our motto. This nation was founded on godly principles. I encourage you, I did this myself. Go back and read the Declaration of Independence. It was based on Judeo-Christian principles. The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Go back and read those and see what belongs to you as a person that lives in this nation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The answer to fear is knowing God. Fear stops us in our, our tracks and robs us of God's blessings. Just like Job, he said, the thing I greatly feared. And it happened. How do we see ourselves? Do we see ourselves like grasshoppers, like Israel did? Or do we see ourselves as conquerors, more than conquerors, through Christ Jesus? Glory to God. Just like Nehemiah knew that he, they had a covenant with God Almighty, we have a covenant with God Almighty. And I tell you that the devil is not going to get this United States. We are one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all of us. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Father God, I just thank you. I praise you for your great goodness. I just, I'm in awe of your great goodness. And we bless you and honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen.